All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of everyone's favorite convention-related podcast, Con Job. This week, Ryan and Alexa are going to have Jeremy back on to do a review of this past weekend's Huntsville Comic and Pop Culture Expo that happened in Huntsville, Alabama. Rocket City! So without further ado, Jeremy, how's it going? It is sore it is tired it is happy but it is good dude so okay we're not the only ones that are like super sore right no i mean i I think uh you know the concrete floors don't help anything and averaging forty thousand steps a day that doesn't help any either so i was gonna mention i know you were keeping track of your steps and i got to talk to you for a total of probably 45 seconds in the three days because every time you came by you either got a phone call or you're like you heard something and you turn your head you're like i gotta go yep that's exactly what happened it was so funny you were just and every time i like look up i see you walk by and you look like a man on a mission and i'm like oof, he's he's having a rough go so how was it uh from your end that was a good show it was uh busy it was crazy um but it was safe and everybody from guests to patrons to vendors to even the VBC, the Civic Center staff, all had a good time. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about for me. Um, And we did a lot of good with it, too, with our charities and our blood drive. So all in all, an excellent show. And so all the pain, all the hurt, it's all worth it. You know, I noticed a ton of people with, uh, you know, with the the cotton balls and the 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 medical tape on their arms. I was like, oh wait, there there is a blood drive going on. That's that's awesome. Yeah, this was the first year we did a blood drive, and so we didn't know what to expect. Uh, you know, Dragon Con that's a big thing that they do, and so uh, I want I want to get there someday. But uh, the goal set forth by uh, Live South was 51 units over the weekend, 17 units a day. And we decided to smash that, and we did 93 units. So oh, we, wow. we almost doubled their goal. Um, and I, I wanted to do 100, and so part of me is like, mm, but then I'm like, but that's 93 units of blood. Um, and they were they were blown away. They were like, we had no expectations. We didn't know if we'd even hit the goal and, you know, to do 93 units. I mean, the regional director called me to say thank you. And, you know, if you'll have us back, I'm like, I want you back every year. Next year, I'm going to pull a Dragon Con and I'm going to do a blood drive specific T-shirt to give away. You know, so I, I just want it to get bigger and bigger. Yeah, that's really that's cool. A, yeah, that's a big deal. I mean, yeah. I, giving blood period is a, is a big deal because I don't know. I just feel like a lot of people don't do it. They, they don't. And it's an, it's such an easy way to potentially save someone's life, you know? Yeah. yeah they don't get the importance of it. And it's not even like a one-to-one it's, you know, like every, yeah you know, pint of blood can save up to like seven lives. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. So, and uh, you get a free, you get a free Coke out of it. Oh, we, we, we showered people <laughs> with, uh, freebies they got a free t-shirt a ten dollar gift card 
a yeah coke and snacks uh the concession stand actually donated vouchers for free food at the concession stand and we let people oh, have wow. half price uh stuff at the merchandise booth which uh obviously cool. took off because we completely sold out of merchandise this year that's amazing. i was gonna say i was actually gonna say i saw a lot of shirts that didn't look like vend uh, not vendors didn't look like um volunteers volunteers yeah yeah so that, that that that's pretty cool, and the shirts weren't very high priced too, yeah. which is cool. Sometimes you see at the shows that you know, hey, t-shirts like forty bucks, like we're at a concert or something. Right. It's like easy. It's not a, it's not a Metallica shirt. Relax. Yeah. Guys. No, so, we we yeah. had all the shirts priced at ten bucks. Um, yeah. Because to me, you know, a t-shirt, that's a walking billboard now. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. So. Um, so from, from your end, I mean, I know we had, we had heard that the, the mask mandate had got lifted, uh, at Friday at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. Did you have any issues? I mean, we talked about it on our, on our recap the other day, uh, where we said, you know, we noticed a few people, you know, without masks and, and Tim was, was further in the back, closer to the, to the guests. Mm-hmm where we were was closer to the door and I, I didn't notice it as much. I mean, we saw it where people either had it down over their face or completely off. Right. But I did witness the security guard come up to him a couple of times. Right. And one time he even handed me, he's like, do you even have, do you have a mask here? And he actually handed him a disposable one. Right. And so I was just wondering if you had heard or you saw anything where like Friday after five, did it get kind of like open season where people were taking them off or did you, was it kind of, the same throughout the show right well friday wasn't wasn't really an issue um saturday you know more people more problems uh you know we did have people and see my thing was you know every time i booked a guest i said well we're going to require masks so i had to make good on my safety protocols and so i was walking around if i saw now the problem with me doing it is you know, you saw me all all weekend. I was just wearing jeans and a hockey jersey. Like, I wasn't even wearing an Expo badge. Um, right. So, it's like I wasn't identifiable unless you knew who I was. Um, and, you look like some crazy pedo just, hey, put a mask right. on. And so, that's pretty much what I was doing. I was walking around, and I'm like, you know, and I had a mask on. I was like, hey, can you pull your mask up? Or if people, you know, didn't have it, like, around their chin or whatever, uh, I'd say, hey, you need a mask. And you know, uh, then the, some of the responses, well, I don't have one. I said, well, then you need to leave. Oh, and then they pull one out of their pocket. I'm like, right. Cause they had to, they had to have one to get in. Right. The door, like right? security was not letting people yeah. in without one. And they had boxes of them. If people said, Oh, I, I didn't bring one. Well, here you go. And they were just giving them, right. you know, a free throwaway mask. And so there was no excuse. And see, my thing is, uh, we, we, we did cap capacity. We did, um, but we still had a lot of people and there was people from literally all over the country. And so, you, you know, you don't know where people are coming from. And so I'm a big advocate of better safe than sorry. Plus I had told all the guests, yeah, we're going to be, you know, requiring masks. And, uh, so I couldn't have people just walk around and I, you know, most people were cool about it. Um, you know, they would put it on this one guy. I was like, Hey, you need a mask. And he was like, all right. And then he just, he kept walking. I just stopped (laughs) and watched him. And then he turned around and saw me and I kind of like motion like mask. And then he, uh, 
pulled it. And I didn't even notice in his left hand, he was drinking a bottle of water. So then I walked over. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. You know, you're, you're drinking water. Like, obviously you can't do that in mask. He's like, no, it's cool. I was like, well, I, I appreciate you, you forgiving me, but you know, I should have not said that a second time. Like I should have noticed that you were drinking water. And so, mm-hmm. but I was just, you know, I was getting around you know, telling people and I had, you know, this one family that wanted to be confrontational and let me know how much money they spent and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's great. <laughs> Spend it with your mask on. Yeah. You know, I said, I'm, I was, that, that was going to be my next question. Was anybody confrontational? Yeah. yeah so, you know, and I told him, I was like, look, I'm a large fat guy and I take 40,000 steps a day at this show and I wear a mask the whole time. I said, I'm sweating enough that there's an ecosystem going on in here, but I still have my mask on. <laughs> and I think all of those words flew right over their little heads, but, um, they don't know what an ecosystem right. was. Um, and so, <laughs> you know, and of course their kids didn't have it on either. And so I'm like, you know, what I wanted to say is, you know, you're teaching your kids <laughs> that it's okay to not follow the rules. Like, yeah. and that's not cool. Well, um, and it's okay to not fall science. Right. Yeah. Like that's so, but I mean, that was, yeah, they knew what the Lando system was, but not the ecosystem. Right. I mean, that was, Sorry. that was the only, <laughs> that was the only real issue. And I mean, you know, when I tell people, well, then you're going to have to leave, you know, magically a mask appeared in their pocket. It's, I mean, <clears throat> yeah. It was like, Oh wait, I got it. In my sock. It was a Christmas miracle. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, and that was only so, Saturday. Friday and sat and Sunday, not that bad. Um, but yeah, again, Saturday, more people, more drama. Yeah. Well, overall, how'd the show go for you? I mean, how do you how do you think uh, you know it was compared to the you know the the mid pandemic right. show that you had? Well, last I year? mean, the numbers. I, I still don't know the numbers because I'm uh, you know waiting on a couple of numbers to come in uh from ticket sales at our um the the store location that we had here that did ticket sales you know i'll get those in the next day or two and um actually have a stack of tickets i have to count uh, that were 2020 tickets that were used this year so i have to count those but i mean Mm -hmm. overall you know i i'm i'm willing to say i mean it was definitely more than last year but I believe, you know, with adding the third day, this is the highest number of attendees we've ever had. And it was That's still good. safe. It was still spaced out. I don't know if you noticed, but the aisles were 12 feet wide versus, you know, thank a, you. A typical. Thank yeah. you. I mean, <laughs> we were talking about that the other day and I said, I swear they were bigger than 10 yeah. feet. And or the yeah, but Ryan Ryan thinks that it, they were they were fifteen feet. I said so 15, see, they were they were fifteen yeah. last year, and you know what's funny is like fifteen feet. I mean, it, it feels like you're on the interstate walking around. Um, it was crazy. <laughs> um, so I told you know I was like I kind of want to go back to ten foot, but then when we looked at it, I was like I think we can. I say I said this, but my brother, who's more of a logistics guy than me. He was like, you know, I think we can extend it to 12 feet and not encroach too much on guests and stuff. Um, Because, you know, the issue was we still had to do line control. We couldn't snake lines and cram people into lines. We still had to space those out. And, you know, we knew some of the line, you know, you know, a JDF line is going to be, you know, two miles long. 
Um, but then, you know, we, and it we had some, yeah, uh, <laughs> we started it in Athens and just, uh, drove people in, but, um, the, uh, you know, and I knew Emily Swallow would have a line, but like, I didn't anticipate it being such a line. And so we, we were able to work that out, um, Saturday morning before we even started, I was like, we need to do something because she's going to have a solid line. And so we were able to queue it up somewhere else and then just kind of have people directing traffic. Okay. Now you go over there. And so, I mean, it, it worked out. Um, it never felt crowded. It felt, it felt good. And I mean, our, our charity auction went well. I'm going to write the biggest check I've ever written to our charity next week. So that's a good feeling. Um, I had several vendors um, come up to me Sunday night and say that this was the best show they've ever had sales wise. And uh, we, we've heard that from several yeah, vendors. As well. And I mean, one of them, I was surprised. I mean, cause you know, I know a lot of the, some of the vendors mm-hmm. that told me that I know they don't do a whole lot of shows. But there was one pop vendor. He does um, pops and plushies and stuff. And he had, you know, pops 80 feet high. um, And he had three booths, um, actually four booths. And he says he does 50 shows a year. And this was the best show he's ever done sales-wise. I I know that pop vendor. I was just going to say, I know exactly who you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen him at tons of shows. And... So to hear it from someone like that, you know, that's done it. And I mean, I know a lot of the comic vendors, there was a lot of big books being sold at the show this weekend. I, 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 I got to tell you, there's, there was a guy next to me and you yeah. know who I'm talking about. He, you know, he, uh, he, he sold some pretty big books. You know, he had a lot of big book. Yeah. He was too. definitely carrying so, the big stick this weekend. Um, yeah, he was. And I, I was floored yeah. at, at uh, you know, what he was moving because people were excited. They were, they were out, they were buying stuff. So that was, that was great. Yeah. Time. And that's actually a good friend of mine who lives here locally. And um, he normally doesn't bring, I mean, he's brought that caliber of books out before, but the market is so hot right now that he was like, you know, I'm going to put some crazy numbers on them and see what happens. I'm like, go for it. Yeah, we had that talk on uh, on Friday, so it was it was kind of funny that uh, yeah. that you say that because yeah, that was the that was the talk. Yeah. For sure. um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, a buddy of mine from down in Mobile, he came up, and this was the first time he's vended up here. And I basically had to force him to come up here, and I mean, he sold a nine thousand dollar book on Friday, and I'm like, that pays for the booth. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> that covers <laughs> that, the gas. That, that makes for a good yeah. weekend. So, uh, I mean, he's, he's one of the uh, few comic vendors at Pensacon every year and he, he does really well there. And he said that this was his best show, you know? And so I mean, to hear that he's topped his numbers at Pensacon where a Pensacon, you know, sees 30,000 plus people, you know, that says something. now granted right now, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to say that, you know, Oh, this is because of me. No, I mean, you know, books are hot. People just you can got, toot your own horn. That's okay. Do what? So you can toot yeah. your own horn. That's okay. Well, and so, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, stimulus checks and income tax are all back and everything. Uh, today I posted a kind of a 
a, a wrap up um, post on my my personal Facebook page, and everyone's like, "Oh, thanks for putting on a great show." And I was like, "You know, it's great, but like in my mind, I don't put on a great show. I just put on a show, and the people who come to it, you know, and enjoy it, they make it great. You know, I just set the table, and someone else cooks dinner. So, uh, but I mean." As long as people keep coming, I'll, I'll I'll keep doing it. Yeah, no, that's a good way to look at it too. So, did you have like like since this was the first year going to a three day, mm-hmm. were you were you a little worried going in due to obviously everything that was going on? I mean, I was. Or were ticket sales enough to make you feel like all right? I think we're good. You know, ticket sales were good. Um, our pre sales were the best they've ever been, and so I kind of felt good. But I mean. Our Saturday single tickets on uh, pre-sales, okay, we did five times as many Saturday single-day tickets as we did Friday and Sunday put together. So, Yeah, I remember you were telling right. me that, yeah. Yeah, Saturday yeah, was Saturday crazy. Saturday was <clears throat> awesome. Um, and so mm-hmm. I had no idea what to expect on Friday. And so at 2 o'clock or a little bit before 2, mm-hmm. you know, we had a line out the door uh, waiting to get in. Yeah, And I mean, people came in and instantly, you know, went to spending money and, uh, they instantly went to JDF. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. We'll just camp here overnight. Um, which, Oh my gosh. He he decided to give me a heart attack Friday night and I'll, uh, tell you that story in a minute. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I had, I had no expectations on Friday and if I had, they would have been blown away by what Friday was. Um, I mean, I knew it would be kind of a bell curve, a slow start on Friday. Uh, but, you know, typical vendors, you know, you want to cover your booth and maybe some of your hotel on Friday. But, I mean, I, I heard from people, they were like, I could leave after Friday and still have made money. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. you hear that, and you know, okay, maybe it was, a, it was definitely a good idea to have it Friday. And so, you know, we'll, we'll stay at a three day cause it, it worked out for us. Are you, are you locked into the hours? So I just kind of threw that and they stuck. Um, but you know, I'm, I always, I always post, I always email like all the vendors and artists and everything. And I was like, and I don't, I don't do like a survey monkey. I just say, Hey, if you have thoughts, good, bad, or indifferent, you know, let me know. And so I just get feedback from vendors, you know, I'll talk to patrons and that kind of stuff, you know, as far as the hours and, and well, just anything. Um, do you think they could have been more or less or what? Um, I think possibly the, the, the Friday ones could have been a little bit, um, a little bit less, but it's, it's one of those things where like no matter what that end time is, whether it's seven or nine or six what, on whatever day it is, it always starts to really take really taper right. off uh, about an hour beforehand. If the show ends at nine, it's, 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 it's empty at eight. If it ends at seven, it's empty right. at six. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, so it's, you know, it's not like uh one of the, it's just one of those things where I thought ending it with at seven was probably good. Maybe you could have rolled it back like an hour or something. Because you think of it in terms of, and we talked about this in our in our recap the other day, is that you, you can get to a point where it's like if it's done at six or seven, you're out of there by seven thirty. You go eat, you're kind of home by right. nine, you know, maybe. And it's not, you know, instead of getting out of there at nine, 
and you're go eat and you're back in your room by 11 and then the next day Saturday and it's like, wow, now I'm here 11 to seven. You know what I mean? So you're just dead tired because you didn't get enough sleep from the Friday. So right. <clears throat> I, I appreciated that it was a shorter day because <clears throat> it was definitely good enough in terms of the attendance and the people spending right. to make it to where, you know, costs were pretty much covered on Friday. So that was, that was great. So, and then you knew coming into Saturday, you're like, this is all great. Right. You know, and every, and the vast majority of Saturday shows are, or Saturdays at a show are, you know, That's obviously where you're making day, yeah. 80% of your money. Yeah. And see, so. I was thinking, you know, the, the five hour time on Friday, that's where I wanted to be. And I was like, do I want to do three to eight or two to seven or one to six? And so I just kind of landed in the middle at two to seven. So. Yeah. Cause if you, I always feel like if you'd go early too early, some people are still, working. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like if you get at least give them a few hours after five o'clock, they can at least, you know, come straight from work, just spend a couple hours, you know, and still get to see an, a majority of the floor. And like I said earlier, if it ends at seven, it starts to really deaden off right. at six. So if you're getting there at five, you almost got free reign of the place. Right. And I, I, my, my thought on Friday <clears throat> going into it was it was going to be kind of like a glorified preview night because I knew right. we wouldn't have all of our guests there. And, you know. So I could make the ticket a little cheaper because I've had people ask for, you know, like a vendors only ticket. But obviously we can't do that since everything is in one big room. So that was the best right. way I could do it um, to do kind of a, a a cheaper ticket for people to just come and, and buy <clears throat> and not have to pay a premium because there are all these special guests there. Did you hear anything from any of the guests um in terms of the hours, like on Friday, did they say anything negative in terms of the, the no, attendance? Um, in fact, I mean, I had, you know, a lot of the guests uh, were well on their way to hitting their numbers for the weekend after Friday. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, That's and- great. Yeah, I, I, I got to, to look at the lines because I was, I was facing that guest area and they yeah. were busy all the And the thing, it wasn't like, I mean, okay. All the following, we exclude JDF's line because his was packed all day fr- all day Saturday. I mean. Yeah, but like the lines weren't like crazy long, but they were always full. They're just yeah. steady. I mean, you look yeah. over at like Kara Eberly, and she always had like two or three, four people in her line. Emily Swallow had always had like you know fifteen, twenty people in her line, and you know Jim Cummings uh, the same. So it, it never was like, all right, well let's go wait two hours to talk to. You know, Eddie McClintock, it was like, you know, you might as well wait 20 minutes, but there was always like a 20 minute wait. I was going to say, right. but there's always a wait. There was always some right. sort of and waiting. So, but they all were very happy. I mean, uh, Sunday night, you know, during uh, while we were breaking down, Jason Marsden sent me a text and was like, dude, I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to say bye, but, you know, thanks for a great weekend and then he was like if you're ever in nashville hit me up we'll hang out i'm like okay jason marsden we'll hang out um (laughs) and then today samantha smith sent me a facebook message was basically the same thing except for the hanging out in nashville um she was like i'm so sorry i didn't get to you know give you a big huge thank you hug and uh but it was a great show and i was like well i you know can't wait till our paths cross again she said absolutely and so i mean everyone was so happy i mean from the guests to the patrons i mean even the bbc staff was happy to see a full building 
I mean, they've had some like, right. uh, you know, craft shows and stuff, but you know, to see uh, a full building, a full parking lot, all that. <clears> and, <throat> I mean, uh, my event coordinator who is like my superhero, um, he was there most of the days and he was like, our concession stands getting killed. I'm like, I told you, well, I, I, I told you they needed to staff up. And so, I mean, that was probably the longest line all weekend was the concession stand line. Yeah, our booth was close to it. It was pretty much pretty steady, just like the guests. It was it was always six, seven people deep every time I yeah. looked over there. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Would you? Is there anything that you think you would do differently for next year's show? Well, hopefully, not require masks. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be so <laughs> you know, nice. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 one of those things where it's like you know, hopefully, we can. I don't want to say cram more people in there because, I mean, it felt good. That's the thing. It was crowded, but it wasn't cramped. Um, yeah. And so, uh, you know, I, I think we're going to get to the point where we're going to even outgrow that building and have to spill over. Because the cool thing is there's other halls. That was South Hall. There's a North Hall and East Hall that are smaller and, you know, down the hallway. So, I mean, eventually, you know, I, mean, I was telling the BBC guys, you know, eventually I want to rent the whole place. Um, I mean, they've got a brand new music venue, the Mars Music Hall, that would be perfect for, you know, a nighttime uh, concert. You know, so uh, I, I don't I don't know what it might look like uh, down the road. But, you know, looking back at this year, would I have done anything different this year? I, I don't think so. I mean, it, it ran well. Um <laughs> You know, everyone enjoyed it. The the just the sky bridge away to the embassy suites is pretty wonderful. Um, now, not everyone stays <laughs> there, but you know, the convenience is great. Uh, let me ask you: Would you yeah. change anything? Alexa, I, I think the only thing that I would uh, I would look at are mm-hmm. possibly the hours, um, <clears throat> and only because. As a vendor and as an attendee, I noticed, you know, I noticed that there was a, a pretty sharp drop off that last mm-hmm. hour. Um, and I don't know if it would be a let me add an event to, to keep people in the building longer or let me, you know, close the vendor hall to let people get to an event, <clears throat> you know, a little bit a little bit right. sooner, um, you know, but there was definitely there was a, a pretty big drop off in in. I guess uh, guest flow through the you know through the hall that uh, that gotcha. last hour. What about you, Ryan? Anything you saw that you changed? Yeah, I, I was I was going to say the same thing. I mean, hours, but I don't know the answer, so I, I don't right. want to like harp on right. it because I can't. So I, I wouldn't. It, it sounds like a complaint, but it's really not because I don't have an alternative right. for it. You know what I mean? Because I I do think if you change them to end earlier, we're still going to run into the same. If it ends at five instead of six, it's going to be empty at four. You know what I mean? So right. that's why I was saying I don't know. I don't know what the right answer right. is. So I really don't have one. So I I enjoyed it. I I liked that it felt packed, and when the, I didn't, I never felt like there was too many vendors. Right. And I hate it when shows really cram the crap out of the building so that it's like you know there's because you know my wife's an artist so we do the art and then there's literally there let's just say there's a hundred booths but there's seventy right. artists and it's like. You know, if you have too many options, you're not 
spending it all at our booth, you know, to be right, greedy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, I like the fact that it didn't feel like there was just too much of the same thing. Right. So, you know, kudos to you well, on that. That's, you know, um, people often say, um, you know, you and your team. And I'm like, you know, people don't understand that I do everything. Um, right. <laughs> I um, team. Well, and I mean, I've got yeah. um, a volunteer. The one-man well, army. Yeah. Um, I do have a volunteer <laughs> coordinator, Jim Reagan, who, you know, I didn't do any of the volunteer coordinating, you know, shifting or anything. I mean, he also coordinated all the uh, airport pickups and everything. So, you know, that's one thing off my plate. But, you know, uh, in talking to people, like, why don't you get other people to help you? I'm like, well, people do help me. But there's there's two things that I'll never give up control of um, if I you know eventually get like a team or staff, and one of them is the vendors, and the other is the special guests, like um, basically all the things money related. Because you're right, I've been to shows where there's you know forty of one kind of vendor, you know, or whatever, or, or you'll have all these different types of vendors all next to each other. And so it's, you can only have so many. I mean, we had a lot of comic vendors, but I could have had twice as many, but you know, when you get to 15 comic vendors, you're like, all right, mm -hmm. I'll stay. We're, we're good here. And so I, I try to get a good variety of vendors, whether it's, you know, artists, but they have, you know, anime art or, comic art or fantasy art, you know, uh, I, I try not to have too many of, of one thing. And, uh, just cause as a vendor myself, you know, I don't want to go into a place where there's, you know, 60 other comic vendors. Um, right. Too much of a good thing is not a good thing right. in this space. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, you know, it's one thing that I, I, I try, try hard to do. So, yeah. And that, go ahead. Oh, I just, I was going to say you, you are the talk of the, uh, uh, of the vendor world right now. Like there's a lot of people that are like, that are, that are giving you praise. And there's a lot of vendors that are like, oh, I want to do that show next year. Or how do I, how do I apply it right now? And they're, they're overly excited about, uh, about. See, that's so weird to me. So it's so guys, weird to uh, me. But yeah, I hear that. So there's a, um, a girl that I met two years ago at uh, Pensacon. She was there with a fan table for a show that she runs in um, Tallahassee, I believe. Um, and she messaged me Saturday night and she was like, there are TikTok videos all over my feed about your show. And, you know, being a 40 something, I'm not a, up on TikTok, but I know the kids are big on it. And so, you know, <laughs> hearing that, I'm like, okay, cool. And then, you know, hearing stuff like that and, you know, seeing the expo being talked about in different larger, you know, vendor and show groups on Facebook, I'm like, okay, all right. And it's gotta it be is, a good but thing, it's, right? it, it, it <laughs> scares me a little bit because I'm like, were we so busy and so uh, well attended because there weren't a lot of options? I mean, I talked to people from all over the country this weekend. <clears throat> And I'm like, will they come back next year when there are options closer? Mm -hmm. And I hope the answer is yes. I hope that we showed them mm -hmm. what we can offer. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, that's not just a blip. I mean, this is what we look like every year. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, 
Yeah, and I th- I think whatever's the you know if if they were here this year and they have options next year, they'll go. Oh, well, I I know what right. I have there, so that was good. So let me go back there versus and, uh, you know show that right. didn't run last you know this and, year. And and look, I mean Huntsville's mm-hmm. a cool little town. You know, yeah. we we were able to kind of explore it for a couple of days, and it was fun. Like we we liked what we saw. We liked the downtown area. You know, there was there's oh, yeah. food's great. Just, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's a it's a good little place like it's not a huge city but it's it's enough that it's it's fun to visit so i think yeah. you know i think that that kind of has that that built-in you know hey you know let's let's check it out again like let's let's go and have some yeah. more fun yeah, yeah i agree and, yeah, downtown and i mean you saw how much <laughs> stuff is under construction it's only getting bigger and a lot of a lot of the stuff under construction are more hotels and more parking garages. So, I mean, that allows us to keep growing too. Hey, and you know what? All I'm saying is if, uh, if I would have known that there was a hockey game on Saturday night, I would have absolutely bought a ticket and absolutely, uh, absolutely uh-huh. been there doing whatever it was. Cause yeah. I'm a giant hockey fan. So, but WrestleMania was on Saturday. So that's it's a lie. true. I would have, I would have, I would have done both. I would have watched it <laughs> on my phone and, and definitely uh, watched go. the hockey game. And so, before we, uh, as we start winding down here, I just uh, yeah. you mentioned there was a JDF story. Yeah, this is this is one of my favorite stories from the weekend. That uh, you ever get a story where you're like, uh, "Well, that was a heart attack," and then later you can go back and laugh about it. <laughs> so, yes, um, his flight and he and his assistant, their flight was supposed to land at ten forty-five Friday night, and. They asked me that afternoon, like around three, you know, what's the airport situation? Um, who's picking us up? I was like, well, I'm going to come pick you up personally. And he said, don't worry about it. We'll Uber in. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I still got to, you know, wait at the hotel and give them the room keys. Because what, what I like to do is not make the guests wait at all. So I go ahead and check all the rooms in. And so when they get there, I'm like, here's your room key you know you don't even have to stop you just go straight to the elevator bam so uh his plane was set to land at 10 45 i'm monitoring and it's on time and everything and uh i'm hanging out over at the ac hotel um their little outside dining area um with a couple of the guests and agents and some friends and i get a text and i look at it and I just say, are you kidding me? And I'm just staring at this text with just fear and anger in my face. And one of the agent, well, Damien Clark's agents kind of sitting opposite me. She was like, what? What happened? What? And one of the other agents, what? What's going on? And I just threw my phone on the table. And the text said, because uh, it's a text, it's a group text between me, JDF, and his uh, assistant Nicole, and it's from JDF. It just says, "Nicole, hey, miss my flight. Get back on the plane. Come back to Houston, Jeremy. I'll do your show next year." I responded, "Please tell me you're kidding," and he was silent for like ten minutes. So I google flights i'm like okay he's his butt's going to be on a flight at you know 5 a.m and getting here at 10 i cannot announce at 11 o'clock on friday night sorry everybody jdf's not coming and so i call nicole it rings and rings and rings she doesn't answer 
I wait a minute. I call her again. Rings, 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 doesn't answer. So then he texts me after like 15 minutes from the, you got to be kidding me. Uh, he's like, hey, is it the same weekend next year? I'll go ahead and do damage control. And then he sends me a picture of oh, just no. him, like his face, but he's covered. Like all you can see is like, his eyes and he's doing a thumbs up. And I think he's doing a thumbs up because he's doing, I'll do damage control. Thumbs up. And then he finally texts me. He's like, I'm just kidding. We're almost back to the hotel. Did I get you? My oh, response my was, oh, my gosh. You know, I'm going to have to kill you. But I'm like, you know, that's 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 good that, you know, he thinks we're BFF enough to, you know, rip my heart out uh, on a Friday night. And and now, granted, this is less than 24 hours after um, Jim Cummings had to Friday because of an issue at the airport in L.A. And so I had to deal with that on Thursday night. So. Yeah, I was just like, and then when he showed up in his car, he just starts laughing. I'm like, you know, I can't do anything because I wouldn't even be able to land a finger on you. You'd kill me, you know, but just know you did get me. And then he comes and, you know, he kills it. And and then uh, I took him back to the airport um, Sunday morning at 5 a.m. Uh, I was driving him back out there. He's like, man, just let me know when you want me to come back. I'm like. All right, man. Because I mean, <laughs> I, I would have been like, uh, "I need you to come back right now." Right, like uh, come for Sunday. Well, I told, I told him, I said, well, <laughs> I would have drove him to the wrong airport on yeah. purpose as a joke. I told him. Uh, well, actually, uh, <laughs> so, oops, funny sorry. enough, he texted me because his flight was supposed to be like six fifteen to eight thirty. It's a direct flight to Houston, and he texted me at like noon. He's like, "Just landed. It was awful. There was delays," and I was like, "Ha, karma." <laughs> <laughs> so i mean you know, you know texting with him texting with some of the other guests and just just hanging out with the guests and every single one of them you know telling me you know whenever you want me to come back i'll totally come back and then I mean, several people guests and vendors and agents telling me this is the most organized show i've ever been to and i'm like i still have no idea what i'm doing um but i think it goes back to <laughs> the fact that i am the quote army of one. And so there's no communication loss from someone telling somebody something and it not getting to the top or whatever. So, you know, I just put on a show based on what I enjoy about being a vendor and what I enjoy about being a fan. And, you know, so that pretty much covers everybody in the building. And so I think it, it, it's working out. <clears throat> Yeah, and it, it was uh <clears throat> I know I speak for Alexa and a bunch of the other vendors that we spoke to. It was it was a very good show. Um we we definitely appreciated the fact that you had it and being able to get all the get all, all the people there to to come in was uh was awesome. So we, we really appreciate it. So what shows do you guys have upcoming? Uh, <clears throat> we have one this oh, coming weekend in South, South Carolina, Carolina the SC Comic Con. That is my favorite show that I've never yeah. been to. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Rob Young, who runs that show, um, he owns Borderlands Comics there in Greenville, and my wife's family is all from Greenville, so we go there normally 
multiple times a year. And every time I go, I go to that shop. And after the first expo, you know, South Carolina Comic Con had, had had a few at that point. And so I messaged him when we were there that summer and I said, hey, you know, I put on this show in Huntsville. Can I come pick your brain? I went and uh, he spent three hours talking to me about shows. And yeah, I mean, the guy is awesome. That shop is awesome. I mean, it's one of my favorite comic shops. And um, he actually messaged me Saturday night and was just like, hey, man, I'm seeing all the uh, feedback and posts on Facebook. It looks like you did a great job. I'm you know, really proud of you, you know, how it's grown. And I'm like, you know, what a cool guy. And I, I've never actually been to that show because I think two of the years, it's been the same weekend as ours. And every other year, it's been a weekend before or after. And, you know, I plan to sleep, you know, 80% of this weekend. So there's no driving to Greenville. But, um, but yeah, I, that I... I cannot wait to be able to go to that show <clears throat> yeah rob was on the show yeah, uh, yeah. last week we did a we That's did awesome. it right after yours so yeah yeah I'd, so we will uh we'll definitely yeah, tell him you Saturday, said hi this weekend or, uh, i was like you know uh we're going to be traveling now that things are getting better and we're going to come out to greenville and you know i want to take you out for a pint he's like i love that idea except visitors don't pay i'm like hey no problem I will, I will keep my money. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll have yeah. two. Or, um, we'll have two pints. Jeremy, thanks thanks again so much for coming on. I know you I know you had a busy weekend. I know you were up until a couple of minutes before we started. You were still breaking down from from uh, everything. So we really appreciate you coming on and uh, giving us giving us the well, thanks for having me. Went for I enjoy these and uh, I will always talk about show, comics, life, TV, whatever. So Whenever you want me back, I'll I'll come back on. We will uh, we will definitely reach Sounds out and like get a you plan. back on soon. Sounds good.